So, Doom, you just saw The Force Awakens. What are you going to do now? I'm going to Disneyland? <laughs> I'm going to run into this fucking car. This is a Nerd Blitz special report. We go now live to Doom and Fitz. You're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I am Doom. And I'm Fitz. And, um, you got tricked into a download, is that what we say? Um, sure. Sure, yeah, because technically this is a re-release of an episode that we did two-ish years ago? Yeah, almost, yeah, just a little less than two years ago at this point, probably. Yeah, because, I mean, episode eight's getting ready to come out, so. Yeah. We figured you'd take, we'd take you back in time to when we saw episode seven. Yeah, a simpler time, a more innocent time. Yeah, before Rogue One came around and everybody was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember what episode it was originally posted as? Um. Of Just Jump to the End? Which episode it was? No, I don't remember. I want to say it was like 22, but I'm not sure it was that. Yeah, I'd I'd have to go back and look. Well, why didn't you do that, man? I don't know. You didn't think it'd be fun to drop little fun facts like that as we do an intro for that, which we already did once before? Um, what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so basically, you're going to be re-listening to what we talked about in 7.5, which is basically our first meeting. Right. Um, and you're going to chop off the Motorhead song at the end, right? Uh, yeah, if you remind me. Yeah, well, hey, chop the Motorhead song off the end of the episode, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, basically you're going to be re-listening to our first meeting where we're awkwardly like, um, did you see a movie? I saw a movie too, and, uh, you're weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, as we hurtle down the highway in a snowstorm. Oh, yeah! That's right! Oh, I should have listened to this before we started recording. Because, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember, uh... I think it was at Spider Scooby was like, That was so fucking weird. It really Cause you was were like, weird. Yeah, because it wasn't a snowstorm. It was like, there had been snowstorms up in Upper Missouri or something. And you'd be like, Holy fuck, does that car have snow on it? Yeah, it was cold as nuts, though. It was. But yeah, we're flying down the highway, and all of a sudden the car goes by, and it's got like two inches of snow on it. We're like, what Mm. the fuck? Where'd that car come from? Yeah, I remember when that episode dropped, and people were like, that was fucking hilarious! But yeah, you get to relive all the awkwardness. Yeah, all the awkwardness and the excitement and afterglow of seeing episode 7. Yeah, and you get to hear me bitch again about the asshole next to me that kept bouncing up and down, and... Mm-hmm. 
Ah, fidget, memories. Fidget with his jacket. Yeah. Because he had like 25 layers on or some shit. I don't yeah, fucking know. Stupid old asshole, man. <sighs> you know, every time we've gone to the movies, there's been some fucking weird dumb shit, hasn't there? Yeah, he's usually sitting right next to me, but... <laughs> oh, wait, you mean me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> um, real quick, before we throw to that awkward bullshit, let's um do our thank yous and shit real quick, and then we can throw to that and we can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's hurry up, because I gotta go see episode eight. Yeah, I mean, it's out right now, right? Probably. Oh, you mean, I, you mean by the time this drops, I may have I may have actually seen it already? Well, there's no doubt you... Pr- well, no, because I think we might want to drop this... I thought we were dropping this before it comes out. Yeah, so no, you haven't seen it yet, and a trailer didn't just come out a week ago. Oh, right. Shh! Uh, <laughs> our thank yous, as usual, go to at the J Sarge, at Sherry Says, at JP Montgomery. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network at highaltpod.net. And find everything at nerdblitz.com. By this point, hopefully there will be something new on our, um, what's it called, Bandcamp. Um, so check there for at tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com who knows we're hoping to have something out before the end of the year but if not January motherfuckers yeah um oh I'm at the Scooby Doom you are at Fitzman73 and together we're at Nerd Blitz Pod now before I ask you if there's anything else please enjoy this trip back in time maybe do like a or some kind of fucking flashback effect okay or rewind or something so people are like holy shit we're going back or something i don't know but um yeah enjoy this trip back in time to see to hear rather you're not gonna see us that would be impossible um to hear us two years ago when we were younger and full of hope (laughs) yeah didn't even have our own show yeah no i was um i was um what was it i just got distracted (laughs) you were a guest star yeah i was a guest star on yours right your old one which i wanted to talk about that a little bit fuck that well not fuck that but you know what i mean fuck talking about it oh christ Is there anything else we need to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Then say... Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. It Seems weird to go out that quick. It's like we just Uh, did a whole episode in eight minutes. Oh, shut up. Shut up! You're not funny! No, he's not! Okay. Enjoy the show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from a rocking car in the back alley of a major city, where any minute now a cop will bang his flashlight on the steamed-up window, it's Fitzman and Scooby-Doom. So, even even spoiled, it was good, right? Yeah... Yeah, I, well, 
there was hesitation in that. Yeah, a little bit. I uh, I was thinking about a lot of the stuff that I heard people say, like it's you know pure Star Wars, and uh-huh. I didn't really get that feeling. Yeah. It uh, I don't know. It, was, it kind of felt like a mishmash of a bunch of different shit, and it's kind of like the first ten minutes or so, I was like, huh. And then it started getting into a good rhythm. Uh-huh. But it just didn't feel like pure Star Wars to me. Yeah. So... You're, you're, it, you're describing my first view. <laughs> yes. It's hard to explain. I mean, it's like... It feels like I thought it would, you know, a mixture, like, of the pace of the prequels and then the characters and whatnot of the original, but... It's hard to put into words. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to wrap your head around it, kind of, at first, the first time you see it. I have the luxury of having seen it multiple times. That's why I've told people, like, if you if you weren't sure about it, please go see it again. Because it's it's overwhelming, really. I think there's, there's what... Too much, there's too much to take in. Yeah, because there's but nothing there, really familiar besides, you know, like, the characters. Right. Because you look at the background, you don't see... Toydarians, you don't see huts, you don't see nothing that... You don't even see Jawas or... Yeah, well, or, or there, was, there was two, it looked like. Well, I think those may have been those uh, those little metalhead guys. Oh, well... Those, those little slave slave fur guys that have the metal metal helmets on. Yeah. I think that's... Because I saw them that this time, too, and I was like, oh, shit, there's a... Oh, no, I bet that's those guys. That was my first thing. It's yeah. like, oh, shit, a Jawa. Yeah. Two. Because they also they also had like those little the robes on with the hoods up. Yeah, from the side you couldn't really even tell. But right. I think that's what makes it seem weirdest is because there's nothing whatsoever from creature wise right. from the prequels or the originals. Yeah. So it's just kind of. No, it's not just you. That, odd. That's, yeah, that did feel kind of weird. And the directing. It didn't feel as much like Star Wars as I was expecting based on all the reviews and everything I've read. It right. felt like... It sort of felt like Star Trek. Yeah, which, I can see that. Well, it feels like... It feels much more like a modern blockbuster. That too. Idea. It's not that it's bad. It's no, just, it's definitely not. It doesn't feel classic in the way that... A, well, obviously it's not going to. Those movies were 30 years ago. You know, they, they don't make that way anymore. Even if even if you tried to, they wouldn't even look the same. And it would just it would feel like they were just trying to do right. a throwback and, and they were doing it on purpose. Yeah. Then then it would feel fake. Exactly. But like you like you've told me, it's just there's too much oddness to really put your finger on it. You gotta let it sink in a bit. Yep. The really hard part was like the ships and stuff looked off. Not like the Falcon obviously or the X-Wings. Right. That um, ship that Leia had, and even the one that Han picked up the Falcon in, they just right. don't feel... Yeah, those those definitely kind of felt more like, I don't know, not necessarily even Star Trek, but like aliens, or they, they just felt, they feel, they seem a lot more like just uh, any other kind of a sci-fi where they're trying to look futuristic and sci-fi, but but kinda still kind of yeah, dirty and junky like original trilogy. And I haven't really watched much Battlestar Galactica. I mean, I think I've seen like a movie 
one of the direct video movies and that's about it uh-huh. maybe snippets of episodes but it, that hallway where Han, Chewie and uh, BB-8 were in the middle yeah it looks like Battlestar Galactica that's right. what I was feeling because yeah. it's dark and yeah and it also felt it felt like um, like I said it feels, feels like uh, like the Nostromo or something on in Aliens where it's got the the warning lights the, the, the siren lights yeah going, you know so yeah, so, so definitely that the production design had enough different has enough differences in it to where you're kind of like, well, I don't know. But it is supposed to be 30 years in the future, and people said the same thing about the prequels. Yeah. That, that like this doesn't look like Star Wars because of the glossiness and everything. Yeah, because everything was would... nice, but that's because it's pre-downfall. Right. And it's... everything was chrome and you know clean and right. Other than on planets like Tatooine. And Jakku, that was something else. That that just didn't feel right. I know, it, it should have been Tatooine, right? Yeah, there was just way too close. The only reason I can think of for it is to, well, first of all, like if the speculation and the theories turn out to be true, and Ray is Luke Skywalker's daughter, and he hid her on that planet, why in the fuck would he hide her on Tatooine? That's the only thing that I can think of. True, but... That and, and they're trying to open up the galaxy and, and show you that there's more than just five planets that you can go to. I, that was that was kind of the argument that I heard somebody make about not having any of the, the, the old alien species. It's all new stuff. It's to, to give them more variety, I guess. And to build more. Right, and then the next movies will probably pepper in a lot more than stuff. I can understand that, but it like I said, it, it, it just looks too much like Tatooine. Right. The color's the same. Even when they did Geonosis, they had it red instead of tan. Right. And the way that people dress looks the same. Yeah. yeah. Do something different. Right. Make it blue sand or yellow or something. Just It felt like a carbon copy and there were new name. Right. And it's, it's just not right. I don't know what else to say, but the feel of it just wasn't Star Warsy to me. Right. Other than, you know, hey, look, there's Han. Hey, look, there's Chewie. Hey, the Millennium Falcon's back. I, I did. I came away with that a little bit the first time I saw it. And the more the more times I saw it, the more... You got comfortable yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, this is, this, is, this is right. Well, I didn't expect it as much because, you know, with... Yeah, it's kind of a shock. Yeah, no, I don't, I yeah, don't know, but, I don't know what, where all these people... Uh, if they've only seen it once, they go, oh my god, this is just like Star Wars. No, it's not. Really. No. It, it, it wasn't really. I thought I'd be, you know, okay with it because Clone Wars, they showed us a lot of new shit there. Right. And gave us a lot of stuff that was similar to old stuff, like those blue people on that ice planet. Yeah. That was kind of like Hoth, but it was different enough that you didn't go, hey, it's off. Right. Because they had mountains and caverns and all kinds of different shit there, but it just... Yeah, the same is what it felt like. Yeah, and I can understand maybe people saying it feels like the old trilogy in are specifically four because there's a lot of elements yeah, the, pulled directly story, from that. Right, the story beats and the, the plot points are follow the same kind of rhythm. Yeah, and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's totally different in enough 
ways so it's not exactly beat by beat. So I don't, I do understand it, but I don't understand it. The thing that really stood out was yet another trench run. Yeah, that bothered me the first time I saw it. The the subsequent times, yeah, it's not as glaring. I don't. It, it's different if you if you. On the surface, it looks the same, and it's like. Oh, well, I hell? can tell it shot different. Yeah, no, but I mean, it, it's not. It's not really. A, it's. Um, it's just that one little section where it looks like the trench run. The rest of it, they're just they're trying to like bomb this. They're, they're you know it's like a bombing. Yeah. Like not necessarily a trench run. They're attacking the structure. But then, then at the end, yeah, there's that one where he... Gets when he tells them to pull back, and right. they all pull back, and he's... And there's still the cannons right. that are shooting at him. That's... Yeah, for, for, yeah, for like the... You know, just the, before he goes in the crack into the inside of... Right. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely similar. They're definitely playing that... Plucking those strings. Uh-huh. It, does, it gets... It feels more natural the more times you see it. I would assume so, because yeah. you can get more comfortable with all of it. You're not just thrown headfirst into that. And again, it's what you're expecting to see versus what's yes. really there. Yeah, you don't, you don't have your preconceived notion of what you're going to see, and then you're like, oh, this shit again? <laughs> then it, then the, the, you know, the next time you see it, it's like, well, of course it's this shit again. Yeah. That makes sense. They built the fucking thing the same way they built the Death Star. You know, it's still got the same vulnerabilities and stuff. Of course they're going to, you know... What you would think after all that time, I hate to quote Family Guy, but put some fucking plywood over it. Right. Well, at least it's not just a hole. Yeah, they had to create the hole. They did sort of cap it, but shit. They didn't... It was a little bit better of a design, but... Why would you build three things with the same flaw, even though you did put plywood over it the third time? But why build the same fall in? Well, get some engineers on that they're shit. They're not going to do it. it. They're not going to do it a third time. Well, once, <laughs> once maybe, twice. It's unlikely. Three times, no fucking way is somebody going to blow this up again. Oh wait a minute. Well, like Whoops. I said, they did put a little <laughs> bit of plywood over it, but I mean, it got rainy and the plywood warped, and yeah, dude slipped in. Evacuate in our moment of triumph. Yeah. That's that's the uh, the underlying um, thought process of these people. But again, it keeps repeating. Right. They yeah. keep you getting think, fucked up somebody, the ass. You, you think somebody would be smart enough to go, "Hey guys, let's do a little R and D first. Right. Look, look. I'm, I'm I know I'm just a little guy on the totem pole, yeah. but how are there, about are there any single things in this entire massive planet weapon, if destroyed, will cause it to blow up? Okay, and now, that, before okay, you let's, answer... Okay, let's get rid of that. Before you answer, I want you to think really hard. Right. Because we've been through this twice. The second time I'll give it to you, we weren't fully operational, but come on. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's a fucking planet. <laughs> okay? Maybe they won't notice as much. <laughs> but I think they'll still tell. Did you know... Did you... That was... I thought kind of cool the way that they powered it that, yeah. that was that was a nice different thing where it, it, it's you know and I, I thought that that was probably had something to do with it when when they said that it was called Star Killer. yeah was that it must I didn't like, even make that stars. connection but, but I didn't know that that would be its power source but yeah I thought you know it, it had the 
the Death Star could blow up a planet, and this could blow up a sun, or this could destroy an entire solar system. Um, Star Killer, I didn't even make the connection there. I just thought, oh yeah, Star Killer, Luke Star Killer, right? It's a Vader nice. Secret of Secret Apprentice. But well, yeah, when I saw it start sucking the energy from the sun, I was like, whoa. Yeah. That'll fuck up a system. Yeah. And then at the end, I didn't notice this the first time. I actually had to have um, Rebel Force Radio explain it to me. But did you notice that when it did blow up, it didn't really blow up? It just blinked out? It just, yeah, it, it crumbled. It, no, the, oh, the, okay, the base, yeah. it just crumbled and it left a sun behind. That, I didn't notice the sun, but I noticed it crumble. That, uh, and and it that looked that. really familiar. I can't place what it was, but it looked like something that we've seen before somewhere else. Because mm. it just kind of yeah. dried up right. and collapsed. I didn't, like I said, I didn't notice the sun, but I saw it kind of just fold in on itself and got dark for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it just looked, that's struck me as something we have seen somewhere. Yeah. I can't put my thumb on where, but somewhere we've seen that before. Hmm. I'm trying to think. It sort of looks like something like Apocalypse. You know, Dark Side's Apocalypse. Uh-huh. It looks sort of like that, but different. Could it, well, you, you didn't see Man of Steel, did you? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I wonder, if it, I wonder if it was... Um, um, the latest destruction of Krypton, the latest, uh, the latest iteration of watching that planet blow up. I wonder if they did something similar. Yeah. But anyway, with, like it, the crust kind of falls away and it leaves that orange ball. Yeah, I didn't that's, even notice yeah, that. It's, it's, that's the energy that it, that the oscillator was trying to contain. Yeah. All the energy that it sucked up from the sun. Yeah. So it just left the sun behind instead of exploding. Which makes sense. Yeah, which made total sense. I saw the ring, you know, the classic ring break uh-huh. out from it a bit. Right. But no... Boom. No big boom, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through it right now in my head, and I'm, I don't know how I missed that, but... <laughs> yeah, I missed it the first time, too, and I probably would have kept on missing it until somebody pointed it out. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, well, obviously. Did you... The stormtrooper that was there with Ray, did you notice right away nah I didn't know I didn't know until I read it I read about it and I was sort of looking for it but by that point because I don't think it's his voice I don't know you think maybe not at the beginning but the last part the last part I thought sounded like sounded like Daniel Craig but most definitely but the beginning part where he says all Titan was restrained yeah that that didn't sound like him to me at all all. but at that point I'd almost forgotten about it kind of like you read Qui-Gon's Noble Death and Uh went in and was like what the hell Uh I almost forgot about it and then, right when he said that and dropped the blaster and walked out, I was like, oh shit, that's Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, his body language looked like him when he was leaving the room. Yeah. When he turned and he snapped his head to the side. Yeah. That looked like a James Bond. Uh huh, you just ding 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 ding. There was one other thing that really stuck out that I'm trying to remember because, again, so much to take in. I think it was when. Ren's going ape shit after she left. Uh-huh. I think that was the funniest part for me. Yeah, that's pretty when good. When the one stormtrooper puts his hand in front of the uh, other one and his points like, Let, yeah. let's get out of here. Uh-huh. That was probably the funniest bit to me. And that was the thing that was most surprising, how funny it was. There's lots of humor in that this. That didn't feel quite Star Wars-y to me either. Because I watched the 
all six movies last week. And yeah, there's definitely chuckles, but not full-out laughs. That had it, and it felt weird. Yeah, I, I thought so too, but I thought it felt good. It felt... It relieved the tension. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I get that. It makes total sense, because that was heavy shit. Yeah. But as we were sitting there, and the credits were rolling, that was one of the things that kept kicking out. I was like, that was funny. Why was that funny? <laughs> it doesn't feel like it should have been funny. Because it was so subtle. Yeah. That Stormtrooper bit, it was so subtle that it was just like... Well, I mean, all of it, yeah. the whole thing. But yeah. yeah, that specifically. But yeah, I was like, why was this so funny? And you know, they said um, in that interview I was telling you about with um, David Collins. Yeah. Where he was talking about how they were doing the ADR for all the Stormtroopers and stuff. Those those guys actually had lines originally. Yeah. They had recorded lines for those those two stormtroopers, and then they 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 decided not to use them. And I think it's. Did he say what the lines were? Uh, or do you... I don't think so. I don't think he said. I don't think he remembered what they were. But it was much better. It works much better without. Oh, totally. Dialogue. Yeah, it's more of a sight gag than a. Then let's spoil this with with, with Roger Roger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was listening for all the different vocal cameos that I knew were in there, uh-huh. and you were right. I didn't spot none of them except for Craig. Yeah, it, it's it's really hard. Like I think the, because there was so much chaos, and yeah. I think they fucked they, with they their filter, voice. Yeah, yeah, they filter everything so much that it, they almost all sound exactly the same. Yeah, I think they said um, the the riot control trooper that fights Finn with the lightsaber. Yeah, the guy that had the electro staff thing. That's Matt Lanter. The guy that said traitor. Oh. At least he's again like they they all did lots of different takes for lots of different reading yeah. lots, lots of different lines so nobody's for sure. So nobody could come out and say I was this guy. Not not well some of it some of it you can but I mean if you went and asked Matthew Wood yeah they'd be able to tell you who. Oh you were. well yeah. Like I think I think he told David Collins exactly which which spots he got used in. Yeah. But everybody else it's kind of a it could be. And there's no guarantee that they used them all. Right. Yeah, they definitely didn't use them all. They said they spent an entire day just... Cutting through them? Yep. Just a big, huge group of them, and they'd pull people into a booth, and they'd read a few lines, and then they'd pull somebody else in, and they'd read some lines. Huh. He said the, um, you know, when Ray's sneaking around, and, and there's those two troopers down the hall talking. Yeah. That's, um, I think that's David Collins and somebody else. And, oh, I think it's I think it's Sam Whitworth and David Collins, and they were in the booth together. Ah. Oh. And they actually, they told him to ad lib a conversation. Yeah. And so they did. They just made up a conversation on the fly. And what they're talking about is, you know, in the in A New Hope, he says, "Have you checked out that new, whatever model, some something, some equipment, yeah. XP something?" Well, in this one, they they changed the number to a newer number, and the other guy is like. Yeah, that's worse. It's crap. It's terrible. They're hmm. talking about how have you checked out the new model of this? And he's like, yeah, it's so much worse than the other one. So you've seen it what four times now? Yeah. What was your biggest disappointment? Um, because I've got a clear one in mind. I've talked about it with a few people. Biggest disappointment. Well, I mean, aside from the obvious disappointment of Luke's only in it for like half a second and has no lines. Yeah, that. I wasn't even thinking of that aside, one, but yeah, we'll get back from to that. that one, 
Uh, which, I mean, it works for the movie. I, I, I can't really fault them too much. It works pretty good for the movie. But it does, it, it but... Was, it was a disappointment. I was like, oh, man, I thought he'd have at least a few minutes. I think right there it would have been perfect for him to drop his hood and kick it back to the old school and go, hello there. Even oh, without the yeah, yeah, even without the accent, yeah, just go, yeah. hello, there. hello there. Instead of... And then do that wide shot around him and... I think yeah. that would have worked yeah. because it was the first thing Obi-Wan ever said to him. It doesn't have to be, you know, he consciously thought when somebody comes and sees me, I'm going to say hello there. But the surprise of this person that he more than likely knows. Yeah. Finding him. Although he looked pretty shell-shocked and fucked up. So I don't know that life in exile has treated him very well. And we'll get back to the disappointments in a minute too. But I think the reason why... Everybody was telling her there's no reason to go to go back to Jakku. It's because he's not coming back. Because her. nobody's coming right. back for you. Yeah. Is because he was in exile right. out of his fucking head or whatever. That's that's the way I took it too. And yeah. I've read online some people were like, well, it's, it's probably not that's probably not his daughter because she tells her that there's nobody her family's not coming back for her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay, well, if Obi-Wan, Daddy's Obi-Wan told, nuts. Yeah, Obi-Wan told Luke that Vader killed his dad. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not, like, there's not a precedent for people twisting the truth a little bit to get what they want to happen, happen. Yeah, and like I said, if he's, Daddy's gone fucking nuts, he's not going to come running back and say, hey, kid, let's right. go on an adventure. Right. the reason you've lived on this planet for 25 years or whatever is because Did you get the feeling she was nuts. that old? No, nah, like 20, 20, 20, 22. I think that's what they said. I think they've said that the official age for, for Kylo Ren is like 30 or 32. She felt younger than that. Oh, really? Like 17, 18. Well, She maybe, felt really young. Maybe. Maybe that. I haven't heard like an official age, but. Yeah. I mean, I know she herself is early 20s. I think she's so, 23. Yeah. So which I, I, really. I it would be. Yeah, I think both her and Boyega are. 23, which really was a shot to my heart because, like, I'm 24. What the fuck have I been doing? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. But, yeah, back to the biggest disappointments. What was yours? It's hard. I'm not sure. Um, probably, well, I guess maybe Maz Kanata. Really? Yeah, because I, I expected there to be more there than what there was, I guess. I don't know, it's hard to pick, like... Because I wasn't super disappointed by anything, really. But, well, I'm uh, not saying, yeah, you yeah. know... But it's hard to say, what did I not like? But that's probably... Like, I... Th- the way that they were keeping her so secret... Yeah. And and J.J. Abrams was saying, well, her eyes have a special power, and, you know, she's... Pay attention know, to her eyes. years old, yeah. and, and all this stuff, and... She's seen some shit. Yeah, it's like, well, she didn't really seemed like she did that much. I mean, she did because, you know, she's the she's the Yoda, essentially. Yeah. But the I thought, I thought blade, there would be... That. I thought there would be more fanfare or more... more to it than just what it was. Just you know? some dive bar owner. Yeah, yeah. She's a bartender, basically. Yeah. Like, she's Guinan. <laughs> okay, yeah. So... I mean, that's what it, that's. I've heard somebody else say that too. I didn't just geniusly think that, <laughs> but it kind of does fit a little bit that, that she's almost like a Guinan type character. 
what? Which I, which I thought there would be more to it. I thought, I thought there would be more revealed by her, her special abilities. Yeah. But I guess when you really think about it, she, she did reveal a lot. It's just not obvious, and it's definitely not obvious. She just when didn't it unzip and slap it on the table. Right. It's not obvious when she's saying stuff. Yeah. That she's, she's essentially telling her everything she needs. She's telling Ray everything she needs to know. And I think that'll become more apparent in eight and yeah. nine. Yeah. That oh yeah, that little little eyed broad, she told me that. Uh-huh. The thing that was most disappointing for me, and you're gonna feel like an asshole because you didn't think of it, because we've both talked about it. Okay. Phasma. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there was yeah. so much build up. That was such a and it was I don't like say a waste of a character, but I don't know. I think I think it's just an intro. I think you know she's gonna. They've said she's. She back might come back one, and be like, and, "You motherfuckers!" Yeah, and she'll she'll be. And I have heard too. Like, did it feel like any of her parts might have got cut? No. Nah, like, like cut out. Not to me. No. Okay. But I think she's gonna come back with a hard on for Finn. In a big oh, bad yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But he yeah, pun- that he was punked her good. So oh yeah. She's, she's gonna be. And she knows him well. Yep. Because didn't she say at one point he was sent back for reconditioning? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she knows him. Yeah, she's got his number literally. Yeah. But yeah, she was the biggest disappointment because like, and I think I was I hit the nail on the head with my, you know, initial reaction to her. Boba Fett. That they were just trying to make another Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. All, you know, look, no substance. Did you notice all the spots where they cut shit from the trailers and whatnot? Yeah, I I was able to pick out a few of them, yeah. The one that really stood out to me was on the surface of the base. Uh Uh-huh. When Kylo was walking through the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not in there. That one, it was like, that was such a cool shot. Yeah. Why would you cut that? Yeah, they said, um... Forget what they said exactly about it, but but yeah, that was one of the things that people were like, "Where was that shot? Yeah, why why wasn't that in there?" But I think they did. They cut it. You hear the blade go on, but yeah. you don't see. You hear it waving around, and it sounded like he was kind of going ape shit for the third time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They must have thought that it worked better to just have the cutaway from them, from Finn and Ray to him, to, to onto onto his like sweaty, like fucking distressed, mortally wounded face. I, I'd like to see that extended. Yeah, and you might. There, there's, they, they've talked about the, all this, the um, deleted stuff that's going to be on the Blu-ray. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're going to do like a Lord of the Rings extended cut. Oh, I doubt that. I doubt it too, but because um, I mean, fuck, they can't even do it for Harry Potter. Yeah. So, but different company, the, but still. Yeah. At the very least. Um, It'll be, like, special features. Yeah. Like I said, they'll probably put it on the disc in an extended version, mm-hmm. but they won't put it in the movie. Yeah. Either that or they cut it out because it's... they Maybe they felt it was overplayed at this point. Like, <laughs> it, the, like the dramatic effect of that shot. I don't know, because if you, if you go and show him walking through the snow, you have... You know, you hear a crunch of snow off in the distance. Mm-hmm. He pops his arm out, pops the blades... And then you cut back to Ray, and you hear the... And she's looking around, and then he just pops up. I think that works, too. Yeah. You don't... Because that shot was obviously from his back. You don't see how fucked up his face is and how distressed he is. That's true. 
I think that would work if they cut it right. I liked how they spent so much time building up uh, Chewie's bowcaster into being some kind of <laughs> cannon. Yeah. So that when he fucking blasts a hole in the side of Kylo Ren, that you can you can believe that untrained uh, lightsaber wielders could actually like not be just have their ass handed to them by him. You mentioned that before, yeah. specifically about Ray. That didn't really bother me because if you were watching real close and I have the benefit of being told and I didn't have to, you know, live with it in the moment. I, I think I know what you're going to say, and I'm, I was going to say that I've noticed that the last couple times I've seen it. How defensive how she defensive was? How defensive she was. Yeah, and, there was yeah. a lot of blocks yeah, and parries and stuff. There was, there was, it was not nearly... Like, the first time I saw it, I swear to God, it, it felt like she was just beating his ass the whole time. Yeah. And then, and then the last couple times I've seen it, I'm like, oh, she's actually, like, she's retreating. She's not yeah. She's not fighting him. It's not until... That moment where they hold and she closes her eyes. Yep. Like and the, then she comes back. Yes. Close your eyes. The light, it's all around you. It's always been there. Yes. Yeah. I, I kept thinking about that during that scene. I was like, what the fuck was he talking about? Right. She's backing up. She... Yeah, you know, yeah, no, you're, you're deflecting. Totally, you're totally and, right. I, I, I've noticed it this time the most. And yeah. The time before, I noticed it too. I'm like, yeah, she's not. She's not really fighting too hard, is she? I I saw a few people say that though. That I don't like that because she's kicking his ass, and it's like, yeah. at what point before she closes her eyes is she kicking yeah, his ass? It's an, it's an illusion. It's it's your your mind's playing a trick on you. You're building her up. Yep. Because you're like, fuck this dude. He because, just killed my yeah, hero. Because she, because she attacked. Yeah. You, you think that she's on the offense, but really mm-hmm. she's not most of the time. And that, and that whole, that final push was all just a force rush. You know, I think that was like an adrenaline rush. That part where they were sort of the lightsaber was in the ground. Yeah. Did that feel any, any bit whatsoever? kind of fucking silly like that spot on Mustafar where Anakin and Obi-Wan got their hands at each other and like well not as silly as that not as silly but <laughs> that, like I said just a silly. slight bit yeah I felt it where he's like come on I'm good at this yeah and then he's like oh finally and it zips past and he's like hey oh that where he's pulling the lightsaber yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that felt like I said just a tiny little bit like Obi-Wan and Anakin going eh yeah eh holding their lightsabers and got their hands in front of them. Yeah. That scene where she was strapped down and he was doing it and they're kind of going back and forth. He's pointing at her and uh, she's strapped down going back at him and he's telling her what's in her head. Yeah, that's another thing that seems less silly than where you see it. Does it? Yeah, but at first first it is. It's kind of like, well... I mean, it's like watching Star Trek and watching them rock around in the chair when the ship gets hit. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're just going, like, back and forth like this. Well, they it's actually like, did like, that. It's like pantomime. You know? Yeah, they were doing that in the original trilogy, too. I think it was episode five in the uh, slug when they're shooting and... Uh, uh-huh. they're, they're stumbling around like yeah. the floor's moving. And it's like, come on. I love episode three, but that part is just like, what? That part was kind of silly. And... Like I said, he's telling her what's in her head, and then she starts ee, leaning yeah. forward, going ee, at him, and yeah. I know what's in your head too. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's, that's that was that whole part was to show you that he accidentally unlocked something. Yeah, yeah. I felt that, but yeah. again, it's just yeah. The, so the facial expressions goofy. were a little too much. 
I and I remember seeing somewhere that Daisy said JJ he would just come up to her sometimes and be like, "Come on, do better." better. Something like that. And it's like he should have done it there because she's just rocking her head back and forth like, "It's like you got a poo stuck. What's wrong?" Yeah, I don't know. She's she's pretty easy to look at though. Oh. I can I can, wa- I can watch her make faces all day long. You and me both, brother. <laughs> she's she's gorgeous in this movie. In this movie. Well, in I general. Mean, in general, but. Yeah, I I kept being struck by that too, and it's like, wow, just wow. What'd you think of um, Finn? Was that? at all a disappointment to you that not was, at all that, that he was less of a main well not less of a main character but more of a uh, sidekick, sidekick? Yeah. no not at all yeah. I I think next time he'll probably be beefed up a bit since Han's not there to distract exactly. Danny and they might be I don't know if Luke and her are gonna come back or if they're gonna have to go get him because it seems like Luke's going to be training her. Well, I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be, I think it'll probably be more like a Dagobah situation where they'll be, you know, they'll be split. They'll be, the groups will be split. Like this one, I didn't think about it until just now, but there's really no, like everything takes place at the same, like it, there's no split, there's no splitting of the groups like no. in, in five and six. Yeah, it's just you stay the, on the core. The core characters are all together the whole time, basically. And even when they're not, you stay on one character. You don't cut to where everybody else is, other than you know the first order right. to see what Kylo and Hux are doing. Right. It's, but in, in, you stick with this good guy. The other ones fall off, and then they come back. You don't see where they went. Right. And then in the next one, I think it will be a split. split. Yeah, they'll be. Yeah, yeah. They'll be Poe and. Uh, Finn. Finn. That's a great duo, I thought. I thought uh, Poe was pretty underused. Yeah. As far well, as... Well, he's one of those ones that fell off, and he's like, well, how'd he come back? Well, I think they wanted you to think he was really dead. Yeah. But, well, I didn't think yeah. he was dead. I was just... He almost was. Yeah. They were They were going to kill him. Oh, were they? Yeah. They were... They weren't... They originally were going to kill him off, and then they... Then they decided to keep him. Huh. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they were going to do it there or in the final trench inside the oscillator if he was just going to, like, kamikaze the thing. Yeah. And blow it up. I wasn't expecting to like him as much either, Poe. Because... Was, there were a couple... Li- his deliveries on a couple lines were, were a little cheesy for me, but... Yeah. But overall, he's pretty... He's pretty good. He's got... But the good. way they were talking about about him in interviews leading up like on I saw um, Oscar on Kimmel and obviously it was before the movie came out so they're not saying shit he's talking about his family and whatnot. Kimmel kept asking him about the movie and he would kind of deflect and I was like oh so I guess he's just not going to be there is he he's just pops up at the beginning or maybe at the end or something yeah. And he was in it a lot more than I expected. Unlike Finn, who says he's a big deal in the Resistance, I think Poe really is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he was leading the, the uh, briefing on the on, on the Starkiller. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker got snow in his car? Uh, yeah, looks like it. Where'd that come from? I have no clue. What the... What? Maybe he just survived the base. I don't fucking know. 
This car just drove past us and it's got snow on the back of it. And it's it not, hasn't it's not snowed. snowing. <laughs> and, and that's a lot of snow, too. Yeah, that's not a little bit of snow. And it hasn't snowed here at all since January. Of earlier. Last, of last year. <laughs> of this year still, I guess. Yeah. Technically. Probably last year by the time this goes out. Okay, where was I? I got sidetracked by snow. Oh, Poe. Poe. Big deal. Yeah, obviously he's a big deal. The best pilot in the Resistance. And not just that, but he seems like he's not a general, but one of their military minds. Yeah. Not just, you know, like you said, a general or just a pilot or some low man on the totem pole. He's there to grab shit and take over if something happens to Leia, it seems like. Which... That's one thing that I, I thought maybe that this movie would talk about more or go into more. Obviously, there really wasn't time for it, but... Comics. This, yeah, the Shattered Empire comic where Leia and his mother were... Buddy-buddy. Yeah. You got, the, you got the impression that if something were to happen to them, his parents, that he would have defaulted to, to Han Leia, Leia and Han, yeah. Han and Leia. Which I, I still think is what happened. Something happened to his parents and... They raised him? And maybe, or, or... She raised or, him. Or adopted him, like, early teens, maybe. Because at the end of that comic series, him and his family went to live on Yavin. So, it wasn't like... I mean, they got, they both got out of... They were both rebel pilot, or rebel... One was a soldier and one was a pilot. And they both got out. So it's not... It doesn't seem like they would have been killed in action. Like, they, they seemed like they were done. Yeah. But who knows what would have happened to later years if they they might have just have, kept they, in contact and maybe they might have done you know like black ops type secret missions and shit sure. going go ahead going back to uh finn that part with uh him acting like he was in the resistance oh yeah yeah and then han goes and goes to him and he's like dude yeah she she's gonna she's figure, gonna figure it, out. it out and he's like huh like, I thought I was doing good. Yeah, I'd me do good. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I thought he was... He's very charismatic, I thought. All, all three of the new ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. The, the new cast were great. I was hoping they were, but as young as they are, and, well, the yeah. Daisy and John, as young as they are, I wasn't expecting much. Yeah, and I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that much from Kylo Ren really, from Adam Driver. Yeah. Um, I'd never really seen him in anything. Molly's always seen him on Girls. I haven't seen jack shit with him. And said he was really good on that show. I had never really seen anything other than I knew he was a weird-looking guy. But honestly, if you you look at, like, his profile in this movie, like, there's a couple shots where they get him in profile. He fucking looks like Harrison Ford from the side. He's got the same kind of shaped nose and, uh... You know, he almost looks like he would be, like, the perfect mix of Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. I didn't even pick up on that. But, man, he was he was really good. Like, under understated most of the time. Like the um, Other than when he's going ape yeah, shit other, breaking other, stuff. Right, other than when he's throwing his tantrums. But, Which, that was just a little... Mm, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, and it, and it made for some comic relief without being too over-the-top slapsticky funny. And if you figure in, you you said they said he's like 30. Yeah. If you make him a little bit younger, that makes sense. Well, he's not, he's not fully 
he's not fully he's obviously stunted yeah emotionally stunted well like when he went from Luke's training to whatever whatever the hell Snoke is that might have you know like a rebirth of sorts so he's kind of having to remature or whatever and that could explain, you know, the... Because, <laughs> let's be honest, it's basically what it was. He didn't get his way and he just... <laughs> started throwing toys. I like that his... That his biggest fear is that he's not as good as Darth Vader. Yeah. That he's... That makes more sense that he's that obsessed with Vader. Which is why, when the trailers came out, it's like, well, obviously, he's got to be Han and Leia's son. It's gotta, he's got to be... The grandchild of, otherwise, why would he be so obsessed with? Well, I mean, look at how obsessed people got with Elvis and shit. Yeah, he's been dead what 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. People are still going around the oh. hole. Yeah, that's true. And shit. That's so, true. And there's competitions. Who's the best Elvis impersonator? That's true. So you saying that you mentioned Darth Vader, and that reminds me, you said he looks like Han from the side. He sort of to me looks like. Longer face and different nose, but I could see a lot of Hayden in him, especially with the long hair. Maybe I'm crazy, but yeah, I'm crazy. No, 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 <laughs> no. I kind of see that too. That's what I saw more than Han and Leia. The thing that really bugs me though is about Ray. If she's not Luke's, I've said this all along. If she's not our. Uh, Luke or Leia's kid, I'm gonna be pissed because she looks so much like Natalie. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, you would swear she's related to her in real life. Yeah, and I've I've heard this speculated on uh, Rebel Force Radio after they saw it the first the first time. I didn't really pick up on it too much the first time I saw it, but the last couple times I've really noticed it more that Han. Han knows her. He's got to know her. The way that he treats her and acts towards her and the facial expressions. And wasn't Maz kind of sort of saying that? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, kind of. And then at the end, she she gets off the Falcon. Leia comes to greet her and hugs her right away. Yeah. They've never met. Well, yeah, right? that's, that's another thing. Somebody, so there's some kind of affection there. Somebody told me, oh, well... Leia and Ray, they get a lot of screen time together. What? And I was watching it and I was like, okay. They don't meet before Han gets dead. Nope. When the fuck do they have screen screen time together? They don't. Not till the very end. There's And even then it's not a lot. No, all there is is one line. It feels like to me that in the in this in the moments that you don't see that Leia's probably laid a bunch of shit on her. Yeah. A bunch of truth. What I was wondering about just now is, you said Han recognized her, or at least acted like he did. And as young as she was, I wonder if he really did. Because they show her, and she's like nine or so. Right, but if he knows... If he knows that she got dropped off on Jakku... Yeah. And she can fly the Falcon, and she has all this piloting knowledge and all this mechanical aptitude and stuff like that I, I, I really I think he 
I think he starts to put it together as they're not when they first meet. He didn't recognize her right away. At what point do you think it was before they went to Maz or mm, after? That's a good question. Like when he handed her to the blaster. Do you think it was in there? I think it might have been because he, you know, he he seemed very. I don't know, fatherly almost, when he was offering her a job. It wasn't like he was just trying to hire somebody on. Well, I mean, that could have just, that just could have been because she flew the Falcon off of the shithole that it was on and saved it for him. Could be. It could be, but it seemed uh, unusually... uh, Nice. Yeah. But what I was getting at is, maybe, maybe Han didn't recognize her, maybe he did. That's neither here nor there. Right. I could be reading way too much into it. Or maybe not. What I'm getting at, though, is Leia's never met her. And Leia recognized her automatically. Right. What did we hear in 6? I haven't. Right. My father hasn't. My sister. I'm. My theory is that Leia, not really that she saw Rey and recognized her. She, she felt, felt her. It. Yeah. She felt her aura in the Force. Right. That's, yeah, that's... Yeah. That makes more sense than knowing her physically. Because, like I said, she was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was stupid that she was dressed the same when they dropped her off and her hair was the same. It would make sense that if if that's the way her hair stuff was originally, that she would keep it that way. Yeah. Because she's waiting for those people to come back. And, and they would to, recognize She wants her. to look like she did when they dropped her off, yeah. Yeah, but even on a shithole, if you get a bunch of girls together... That might be the hairstyle, like oh, that's cute or whatever, you yeah. know. And not that you know, there were any, there was any friends she had or anything. No, but other, still, other than the dried up raisin lady that that is the ghost of her Christmas future. Yeah, almost yeah, forgot about was, that. Broad. I thought that was a real nice little moment where she, where she looks up to see that lady cleaning parts and is like, oh shit! You can see across her face, and she's like, that's what I'm going to be doing. If they don't come get me, uh-huh. like um. Fuck, man. This is me forever. That's my theory, that Leia didn't recognize her. Maybe Han, you know, warmed up to her. I didn't get... I never got the feeling that there was any recognition there, but... Yeah, Leia, I don't think she recognized her whatsoever. She felt her. That would make more sense. And that would be awesome. Everybody was making a big deal about that satellite dish on the Falcon, because it's square, not circle. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? Oh, I didn't, didn't bother me. Didn't bother it makes, me it, either. It makes either. It makes total sense now once you've seen the movie. Like when we first saw the pictures of it, it was like, why the fuck would he? It stuck the, out. Yeah, it was like, why the fuck would he replace it with a square, with a rectangle dish? And you remember a but, lot of people when they saw that, it was like, well, of course it's got to be square because you know it got knocked off, and it's like, there's yeah, no other there's fucking no other circle ones. Why wouldn't you get one that matched? Why not a triangle? But it makes total sense because it's not Han Solo that replaced it. Exactly. Or maybe not. Well... He may have replaced it and somebody else replaced it with something else. You know, yeah. he, may, he may have replaced it with a circle and... Somebody else came person, in and put the, a triangle and then yeah, somebody else came in and put a rectangle. Fucking, yeah, because it made total sense once you see the movie and you know that the people who have stolen that over the years have... Yeah, had, it was had, stolen had from Han stuff. and stolen from that guy and stolen from that guy. And I thought it was funny that that last jerk-off... We won't mention any names, but that last jerk-off who had it, uh-huh. that he fucked everything up. Uh-huh. 
I, oh yeah, he put all these mods on it that made it not run as well. Yes. I mean, it wasn't intended to hit me that way, but that I love that he's fucking up. That, that Simon Pegg is the dumb shit that broke the Falcon. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say, but yeah. I'll say it. Fuck that fucking guy. Asshole. <laughs> Ugh. I'll put a, I'll put some red on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. When you leaned over and said, I don't know what you said. Oh, I said, that's big. I mean, the, is yeah. all I heard. And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went back to watching. And then when he slapped all the, the 65 portions or whatever the hell on the uh-huh. thing, and I was like, oh, that's Peg. You can fucking hear it. And then I leaned over and went, yeah, that's Peg, because it registered what yeah. you said. Because all I heard was, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if I said that loud enough, but I didn't want to say it too loud. Yeah, you didn't want to scream to the theater. It's Simon Pegg. (laughs) And I was like, oh, look, a stupid fanboy. Uh, No, not. (laughs) Not anymore. You you could tell what I was saying, though, right? uh, He was mostly a bodysuit and a mask and stuff, but there's no way. There is no fucking way in heaven, hell, earth, any goddamn where that that was not CG. Yeah. There was too much going on. Yeah, the way his mouth moved perfectly. Yes. Well, not perfect, but it, it looked it looked very Lord of the Rings-ish. Yes. Speaking of Lord of the Rings. Oh, Snoke. Yes. That I, was that was my description pretty accurate. I didn't really feel calm out of that. No. No. I hate to say it because I don't want it. I so don't fucking want it. Oh. But yeah, it does feel like it could be Plagueis. And I mean that scar in the forehead. Does he get a scar in one of the books or anything? I don't I don't know if he gets a scar, but I, don't think I mean he got a if, scar, but wasn't that battle again, this is old shit that doesn't matter. But again, to me it matters until they say specifically something else that contradicts it. Didn't him and Sidious battle pretty heavy or was it just I thought he just you're po- done no I thought he poisoned him did he I thought he just poisoned him but he had gotten in a fight because that Plagueis book spans decades yeah. right so at one point they do get into a, a um, like a battle with some with I think was it Black Sun or I somebody, don't remember somebody like that exactly and, I and, just remember somewhere did, there was a battle like really fucked up and he had to wear a breathing a, a respirator and he was real weak. Yeah. And that's... I remember it wasn't, him getting it fucked wasn't, up. It wasn't long after that that... that Sidious took the puss way. Yep. And, and poisoned him. I'm pretty sure he just poisoned him. He got him got him liquored up and, and just poisoned him that way. Yeah, I don't... Like I said, I don't remember exactly what happened. But I seem to remember him getting fucked up in that book. Yeah, he did. You're right. I'd forgotten that. But yeah, he had... And again, a, that... They say it doesn't mean jack shit, but I create my own continuity. Well, it may not mean jack shit, but they, uh, oh, well, yeah, that's, never mind. That was a bad example. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, did you catch the part where he was asking Hux, like, how confident are your stormtroopers? And he's like, you know, my men are great or whatever. And he said, Ren told him, well, they're obviously good high treason referencing Finn yeah. and he said perhaps Snoke should be using a clone army I did catch that yeah I and thought that was pretty cool that reminded me of uh, I was thinking about it right then and there 
I don't remember if it was in one of the commentaries, because like I said, I watched all six movies a week or two ago with commentary, and George said that it was always his intention that the stormtroopers in the original trilogy were clones. Oh, really? Yeah. And because, you know that fuck up where the yeah, stormtrooper hits his head? Uh, yeah, that's a genetic defect. Yeah, that's yeah. a genetic defect because um, in because episode two, Django does it. Yep. And it's just something they yeah, do. I have heard that, that, that was, that that's like a, a flaw in there. Yeah. It's like a clumsy gene or something. Yeah. They all hit their head. That, I wonder why they flipped on that. Because obviously with Rebels, it's not, and you know, with Finn too, it's not a clone army anymore. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, there's females. There, it wasn't just Phasma. Did you hear the one? I caught it this time. I hadn't noticed it before, but one of the ones that said, that told him like they they didn't catch her in one of the hangars. They didn't find Ray in one of the hangars. Yeah. That was a, that was a girl. I that didn't was a notice. Girl's voice. Yep. It, all the stormtroopers sounded the it same was, to me, except too, for yeah, Phasma. It was too. It was too quick. Yep. But it, yeah, this one was definitely too high pitched for a, a, a male stormtrooper. I didn't pick up on that at no. all. That was interesting to me that George wanted them to be clones, and then they no clones are done. Well, I mean, they he kind of did. Um, in Clone Wars, they kind of did. Well, yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, it, 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 um, since they age so quickly, you know, you'd have to, like, the way they established it in the prequels is yeah. they age so quickly that you'd have to replenish, you'd have to constantly have clones, clones in, production. in production. Yeah. That's not hard once well, Sidious is in charge. Put a fucking gun to a that's true. Camino but, in and yeah. tell him, bitch, make some more. Yeah, that's true. As long as they can protect that that cloning facility, those cloning facilities. Yeah. Because the separatists were after that. The whole Clone Wars trying to trying to knock out those cloning facilities so they couldn't make more clones. But what if the rebels at some point knock out their cloning facility? Yeah. Or maybe there are clones. And there's, you know, there. Although it it almost makes more sense to not have the be clones because that's how you keep people scared. Is you you make their take children, their babies. Yeah, you take their babies and make them conscripts. What? How fucked up was that? That yeah. they they ended up doing exactly what the Jedi did. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I, I noticed that, that right away. I was taken from my family when I was young and trained to do this and it was like yep. so you're just a Jedi without the force <laughs> kind of because I always got the feeling that they had to volunteer oh no I, or I thought something no. like that or no, I thought I thought they took volunteers but I thought they also went to different went to worlds and, and just snatched people I didn't think they took babies yeah I, but I thought they would they would have a mandatory enlistment yeah they like planets would have to meet a quota that's what I meant by volunteer. It's oh, like it's yeah, yeah. Mandata- mandatory volunteering. Yeah. yeah and then not, there's not probably some that are like, fuck these guys. Let's go kill them. Give them my wife. That was fucked up too because it's again, that goes. that's one of the one things I saw that goes back to what Star Wars is. It's a loop. Everything right. repeats. repeats. Whether it's, you know, the same person doing it or just history making it happen again. Yeah. Yeah, you should, uh, have you ever looked up, um, Ring Theory? Yes. Yeah. That's what I was 
that's where you're going with it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. No. I, poached, I, poached your, I poached your big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like George said, it's musical. Right. It's cyclical. It always comes back on to itself. You hear the same refrain over and over again. I got a bad feeling about this and all that shit. Right. It's over and over again. Different people may say it. Shit may happen a different way. But it all repeats. Yep. But you would, I would have thought that, but this might go to show that the First Order wasn't as, they didn't study as much as, say, Sidious did or whatever. They didn't know as much about what had happened before because they didn't really seem to pay attention to what the Jedi did. That, in some cases, may have helped lead to their downfall because they were stealing kids. They were higher than everybody. Acting like they were better than everybody because they could use their mystic force stuff. Right. Well, I think the probably why they started taking babies is out of desperation. Because if these, if this, and we don't know because we've only seen the one Starkiller base. Yeah. Like, is this was that that couldn't have been all of their forces, right? No. Fuck there had there has to be more somewhere, but. You know how big is this? How big is the first order? Is it well? Is it really just a splinter of the of what came out of the empire, or is it, or is it you know, like how how big is it? Because they, you know, it may be that they like, hey, we need to get some fresh meat in here. Well, if what we saw with what we saw, I should say, Snoke's in charge of everything. Yeah. Hux is in charge of the First Order, maybe just that sect of the First Order. There's a lot of a lot of uh, different splinters of the Empire still out there, because from Shattered Empire, we know that the Empire kept going. They were trying to hide yeah. that yeah, Palpatine was follow. dead. Yeah. They have protocols to follow. So maybe the First Order was that was the First Order. First, or, first Order's done, but. Hux is still alive. He goes to wherever Snoke is, and maybe Snoke rearranges the chess pieces and puts him in charge of another splinter group. And I don't think Kylo... I got the feeling that he wasn't First Order. He was Snoke's representative in the way sort of that Vader Vader was, but... Yeah, I don't think... People will argue with me on this, but Vader, I always felt, wasn't the badass that everybody thought he was. It feels like Kylo was what Vader... was what everybody felt Vader was. Because he butted heads, he didn't cower down. Oh. Like Vader did. You know? He would bite back at Hux and tell him, basically, fuck you, do this. And Hux would tell him, fuck you. They felt like they were even underneath Snoke. Right. Because when Hux would leave, when Kylo was talking to Snoke, it was kind of like, hey, what an asshole, right? And then when Hux was there before uh, Kylo came in, it was like, hey, what an asshole, right? He don't listen. And it felt like they were both competing to be number two. Snoke was just kind of dangling meat in front of him like, fight, assholes. Like, it's in his interest to keep them at each other's throat. Yeah. And like I said, people will argue with me on that. And I know one person in particular will that Vader was a puss because, you know, 
Tarkin's like, no, they, they'll stop. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Well, that, that always felt like more like to me, like, well, I made my point. I don't need to actually kill this guy. That's what I always hear, <laughs> but to me, it's just fucking puss. <laughs> Did you like BBH's thumbs up? Yeah. <laughs> A little fucking rock and roll. That's that. BB-8. There was just something about him in those trailers. It's like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. He's so cutesy. You make me sick, you little fuck. But I didn't actually hate him. No, nope, it worked. It, it, it like, wasn't, he wasn't as cutie as we thought he was. No, not nearly. And the shit that was cutie, I didn't even... I didn't feel it at all. Like, uh, when Ray knocked the fuck out of Finn and had him pinned down. Oh, yeah. And he's Absolutely. shocking him. He's yeah. like, will you stop? Yeah. That was fucking good. <laughs> and the little rock and roll flame thumbs up. That was awesome. I've seen some call him adorable. I wouldn't go that far, but he was pretty fucking cool. Nah, I wouldn't call him adorable. It's pretty cool, though. About BB-8. At first, it was like, what the fuck? But talking about how big Poe is actually in the Resistance kind of smoothed that out for me. But at first, when 3PO sees him, he's like, oh, BB-8. I was like, how the fuck do you know him? Well, I think he's since uh, since R2 went catatonic. Which was stupid. Yeah, that's I, I, that's okay, that's my biggest that's my biggest gripe probably. Yeah. Was the, the R2 catatonic. Yeah, that for me, as much as they built her up, Phasma was the bigger disappointment, but R2, yeah, that was just plain stupid. I can't explain that one away very very easily. Yeah, I think when he did that then um Freepio got a new best friend. And I didn't really get that. Like I said, it was just like, oh, BB-8. And I was like, what the, how does he know him? Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, Poe's a big deal. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. That was one of the big hiccups. Well, not big, but one of the bigger hiccups for me that was smoothed out. Did you notice that R2, 3PO, and BB-8 all seem almost sentient they feel like they have emotions I never really felt that before with any of the droids I mean yeah R2 seemed a little bit more aware than everybody else 3PO seemed aloof and weird but BB-8 really seemed really seemed like alive yeah the head turns yeah well they they, yeah they definitely gave him more um, more human personality which was weird (laughs) But I liked it. Yeah. It really did remind me because they kept saying it in all those novels that I've read by Michael Reeves that I was telling you about earlier. Uh-huh. There's this droid, I think it's I-5-Y-Q or something like that. They just call him I-5. In the start of the books, when they list the cast, they call him Sentient Droid. And I was like, eh, that's kind of dumb. But in those books, everybody talks about how, you know, he's got a faceplate. There's no emotion, but somehow it feels like he's got emotion. That's what I was getting out of BB-8. He's just a fucking dome on a ball, but somehow it's giving off emotion. And I kept thinking of that, and it's like, maybe they are going sentient, the droids. Maybe. I hope not too sentient, though. I don't want it to be like, uh, well, we've made this comparison before, but I don't want it to turn into Star Trek. Not that there's anything wrong with Star Trek. I like Star Trek, but I don't. You just I don't. don't I don't want to mix them. You don't want it to be one for one. Yeah, don't cross the streams, okay? I don't. I don't think they'll go to like 
the droids having opinions yeah. or being just straight up people, but it feels like there's sentience going on there. Yeah. They have emotions more than just Roger, Roger, yes sir, no sir, okay, I'll translate. There's shit going on in their little metal brains. And I think I like it, but I'm not sure. Well, just like everything else with this movie, it, it makes you more curious about what they're going to do in the future. Oh, hell yeah. Like, what? where do you go after this? Or what's the next... What's the next logical step? Yeah, what's the, what's the next movie going to be? Because this was a lot of setup and introducing... It felt a lot like Empire in that way. Yeah. Because there's a lot of setup... And then it ends, and you're like, wait, they lost? What happens now? Oh, shit, we've got to wait a year and a half? Okay. Not sure I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Even with Rogue One a year from now, it's like, how, why, do I gotta? So then, so then, what's your, what's your thoughts about Mark Hamill at the end? I mean, Mark Hamill, I'm, I want more obviously yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool right yeah but like I said it's Mark Hamill <laughs> I'll take any Mark What'd Hamill you, you want to throw at uh, me of his um, uh, robot hand robot hand yeah just like dad was that cool yeah now, that that was a surprise I wasn't expecting that at all you thought it would just be in the I just thought he'd have a glove on his hand or or, or um, well I didn't think it would be that that's not it I, I wouldn't I didn't think it would be necessarily... Um, could go down that way if you wanted. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'll, I'll get yeah. this one. Um, what was I going to say? It's this, right? Yeah. yeah. You uh, thought he'd be covered up. Yeah, I didn't think. I didn't necessarily think it would have flesh on it because yeah. we saw the... The, the hand the in hand the... On what turned out dome. to be a dream. Yeah. You saw that without the flesh on it, so... Or I should say a flashback. But uh, I thought he would have a glove on. I wasn't expecting it to be. You didn't like a expect him hand. to be raw dogging it, right? <laughs> so, but that was pretty cool. It was it was cool to see that like in daylight. Yeah. And and, and it looked and it didn't necessarily feel like it was a puppet hand. So what'd you think? Like, did he look like he was out of his mind? It didn't really feel like out of his mind to me. I couldn't tell if he was out of his mind or just stunned. Yeah. And, and surprised that somebody somebody was up. there. Yeah. And then she pulled out the lightsaber. It seemed like there was wait, a... Wait, this isn't... I stopped too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's that doesn't look like... That doesn't look right. That's all right. I would have told you. Um, or walked. It doesn't matter. But anyhow. Yeah, it, it didn't seem like he was out of his mind or crazy or anything. I did get a hint of sadness, though. Almost yeah. felt like he was sitting there like, man, I fucked up. Right. Sitting there for years just wallowing in I fucked up yeah yeah I kind of got that too like almost like uh, like regret or something yeah. maybe like um, look at what I let happen yeah or um, can I it's a little there, further there, I know but is there oh, is there a place to pull up up there there should be okay if not you can go behind the garage if you want okay oh it goes around a corner my bad <laughs> right over here oh I see yeah yep you're right right where he was if, if just regret and sadness in his eyes and in his face. Yeah. Like, I fucked up. How do I fix it? I don't know how to fix it, so I'm going. 
I'm sorry I fucked everything up, but I gotta go. Yeah, he just looked blank and sorrowful. And I didn't really see see so much of Obi-Wan in him in that, you know, everybody, he's exactly like Obi-Wan. Yeah, I no, didn't I, get that so I didn't much. Really get that, but... Same sort of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I thought Guinness had, you know, a little twinkle in his eye of like maybe crazy mischief, mm-hmm. but just sad. Yeah, and we may get that crazy mischief in the next one after he snaps out of his uh, funk. Do you think he's gonna go into the mission, or do you think it's gonna be Dagobah? He's Yoda in the hut. Um, Which I thought was strange. You didn't see any kind of dwelling on them islands. No, you did see like the little rock ruins. Yeah. That that you know you could you could make the. But argument you would think that, there would be you know. Yeah, like a little more structure than that. Yeah. Like he'd be using the force to build him something. I mean, not yeah. like a mansion or anything. Yeah, but... it could just be you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Probably on the other side of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's like, well, what was he doing standing up there, just staring out at the water? Yeah. Or did he? Or was he looking? Or was he looking down at where the Falcon landed? Or did he feel her and want to make a good first impression? Yeah. But yeah, do you think he's going to stay there or go Uh, out on the adventure? I think he's got to go out on the adventure because I think they've got to get him and Leia back together at some point. Like Han did. Yep. After all these years. Yep, because that was her big goal was to get him to come back. So I think... um, Makes the most sense. Yeah, I think for sure at some point... That's probably where he's going to train her, yeah. but I think at some point he's going to have to leave. Well, yeah, because Chewie's there. He's not just going to sit there and be like, okay, I'll wait. Yeah, well, no, he'll just drop her off and come back. But Yeah. Um, once he's once he's sure that of what's going on. Yeah. But, yeah, I think at some point he's going to have to go somewhere. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Nope. I think that was the most I've talked about it in two weeks, so... <laughs> You and Molly didn't go yeah, on and on yeah, about but not, it. Yeah, but not like not like we just did for dissect it for however long it's been. An hour and an hour and oh, twenty shit, minutes. Really? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, the traffic will fuck you up, man. Yeah, no shit. Um, but oh shit, low battery. This has been a feature of JJ Two E Media and TSDJA Productions.